Welcome to Just Three Guys. My name is AJ, and I am joined by Thomas and Q. Yo, yo. We took another week off because I moved. And another big thank you to you guys, Thomas and Q, for helping us out. We greatly appreciate it and getting us moved into our new place. No problem, no problem. Big help. For sure. Big help, big help, you guys. Um, I almost killed Thomas and Q. Basically, I accidentally locked them in the back of the U-Haul. You indicted yourself. I know. I accidentally <laughs> locked him in the back of the U-Haul. It was pouring rain, but luckily Thomas knows his shit, and he was able to somehow get the key back out to me, and uh, we were all good. So we almost literally were just just one guy. Yeah, so we really almost dropped the just one guy. Almost, almost would have been just one guy. Um, so let's go ahead and just get into the first topic. This shook the sports world this past weekend. And Julio Jones has finally been traded. And the lucky team is the Tennessee Titans. Julio and a six-round pick were traded for a second-round pick and the fourth-round pick uh, from Tennessee. So, just getting into this, in my opinion, I think the Falcons could have got way more. I think they short-selled because... I just don't see how you don't get a first-round pick for a guy who's considered a top-five receiver in the league still. Regardless if he's 32 years old, he's still a top-five receiver in the league. Oh, that That's um, probably the one thing that pisses me off the most is they should have gotten more for this in this trade. I mean, I, don't, I disagree personally. I think uh, if any team that was going to give up a first round pick for a 32 year old wide receiver who's already, you know, you, you said, you said yourself is coming off nagging injuries. Like not even like, it's not even like ACLs knock on wood and, you know, season ending one. It's just the nagging ones like turf toe. And, Mm -hmm. you know, ones where you're like guaranteed to miss at least two, two or three games out of it. You're not trading a first round pick for, for a 32 year old player. See my thing. In my opinion, my thing is this is the first time in six years he played less than ten games. Like he rushed the hamstring back. He got yeah. he got cleared by the team doctor. We all know team doctors suck. They are gonna say yep. you have no left arm. You can still play. Like they're owned by the team. Yeah. Of course they are gonna clear him. I think I agree with AJ. He should have at least went for a first. Like. At 32 years old, Julio's though? still top three See, receiver is, in the league. This is the thing. Like, 32 years old for a wide receiver is not that bad. Like, 32 years old for a wide receiver and a quarterback and maybe, like, a lineman or someone – like, a defensive lineman or a defensive tackle. Like, those aren't terrible ages. Like, sure, they're getting older, but they're not really getting that bad. Like, and I don't know if this is an exactly fair comparison, but he's definitely up there. Like, Jerry Rice was having 1,800-yard seasons well into his 30s. Like, but he was not 38. Jerry Rice. I know, but he was 38, and he put up, like, a 1,800-yard season. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying Julio Jones is Jerry Rice. I'm not saying he's the greatest receiver ever or anything like that. But he's damn near capable. Yeah, and the say, way that Put some the way that players. The way that players around the league treat him and the way actual, like, avid football watchers see him, like, if you would have thought, oh, Julio isn't a top five receiver, he gets hurt too much or anything like that, at that point, like, 
you're basically saying you don't want Julio on your team because you think he's going to be a liability. When no. damn near any fan watching football would want Julio on their team. Yes. And even players in the NFL said the same thing. Like Jalen Ramsey was like, what the fuck? Why didn't the Rams like the Titans literally gave up shit. Why didn't we get, we could have gave up way more for that. Uh, Cameron Jordan, who's a rival of the Falcons was like, that's insane that that's all they got for that. There were like, there are quite a few players out there. Um, Mark Ingram was another one. Like, quite a few players that were just dumbfounded by this trade. Like, I don't know if it was they rushed it out. I mean, it's been talked about for a while, but you had several teams interested. I just feel like there's no way that that was the best offer on the board. Here, I don't see my, it. So, don't get me wrong. Like, when it comes to, like, you saying he's top five, and I agree with you guys 100% on that. Like, I'm not taking anything away from Julio the player, but I'm sure also, you know, the the situation where he Shannon Sharp called him on TV and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm out of there. I'm sure that also didn't help the Falcons' case for a trade. Because at that point, if you know a player wants out of there and a franchise, a team's kind of handicapped in terms of they need to get below a salary cap or – you know they're going to have to move them. You're going to lose trade leverage on that. And also, all those teams that AJ named, they were in the, the NFC. They, they weren't going to yeah. trade him to an NFC You're, team, yeah. which is, happens most of the time. But um, Especially, exactly. Especially not the Saints, where you know you're going to have to see them two well, times the, a year. Yeah. Well, the Saints, the Saints weren't in there. It was just like Cam Jordan had like tweeted about it. But like the teams that were in the sweepstakes form, it was the Rams, the 49ers, the Patriots at one point. The Chiefs were talking about, but that was a fever dream. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Ravens were up there, but the Titans were always like the front runner yeah. to get him. And that was assumed. It was. It really seemed like it was going to come down to either the Patriots or the Titans. Okay, hold on. Uh, before, before you continue with that, I want to call you out a little bit because not even a week ago, you were saying in a group chat about I didn't think how the Titans had – the Titans have no shot. They have like three million in cap room. They can't get Julio. I was wrong. Yeah. I feel I like you. I feel <laughs> I like it. I was wrong. You owe Jake an apology. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was hanging out with him Sunday when it happened. I was like, I was wrong. Whatever. Um, but I mean, I think personally, I think it's a good trade for the Titans, and given giving up a second round pick, I mean, a second round pick is still a big thing because. You could still get so much talent in the second round of a draft. The The issue I have with it is it's going to be a late second round pick. Because oh, let's be honest, the Titans are not going to have a top 15 pick in the NFL draft. I agree. Year. I agree. Barring. They're going to easily have. They should. Or, now, the only thing that's kind of hindering them, which which is to be unknown, they have a new offensive coordinator come in. So, I mean, they have on paper. Their offense is terrifying, but they have a new OC, so we don't know how you know they're going to be ran if if it's going to work out. Because normally, Listen, a team with the new OC either they're boom or bust. Here, here's the thing though: is Tennessee is not going to get away from its you know its game plan. Mike Vrabel's a defensive head coach. They're right. going to run Derrick Henry, and they're going to limit the amount of chances Ryan Tannehill has to turn the ball over. A lot Julio's of play a, action. Julio is a great blocking wide receiver, by the way. Yeah, and AJ Brown. Yeah, yep. <laughs> exactly. So they got they got two receivers who can block. 
um, you already see how well the play action works for Tennessee because you're terrified Derrick Henry is going to take it to the house at any given moment. That's essentially going to put Julio and A.J. Brown in one-on-one coverage because you have to stack the box. And we all know what Julio can do against one-on-one coverage. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, this was the perfect – not the – I wouldn't say the perfect team for him to go to, but the opportunity is definitely going to – going you're going to see more uh, balls thrown to him. Yeah. Granny, he only played nine games last year, but he still has 771 yards. He averaged 86 yards a, a game. Yeah. Like, on pace, that's like 1,300 yards for the season. Like, mm-hmm. Julio still – he top three still, like – the man still can produce numbers, right? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I definitely think he's still up there for sure. I just, person, me personally, if I was running a team, I don't think I would give up a first-round pick for him just because of because of the age. Like, not not all wide receivers are Larry Fitzgerald and play until they're 38. Not everybody's Jerry Rice and plays until they're, you know, 40. I think after, after 30 and you're a running back or a wide receiver, I think, you know, your your stock kind of drops like obviously for reason because of your age but right you know uh, i think a i don't disagree with you there but i right. did, like i forgot who it was that said it no draft pick is worthy of an experienced nfl player and especially a player that is as Proven. High caliber is Julio. It's proven, right? A, yeah. a proven NFL player. No draft pick, no future draft pick is worthy of that. Yeah, I agree. I know. I agree with you at 100%, especially when you've seen it countless games of we know what he can do. Mm-hmm. You know, Of course. Uh, that second round pick that Atlanta's going to get, who, you know, who knows? It could be, they could go wide receiver. Who knows? Maybe he turns out and is another Julio Jones. Or maybe he's... Stop, you know, stop the cap. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, it could, it could be like stop very like boom or bust. Like I'm not saying like a Julio replica, but it could be you know an All Pro wide receiver that you get in the second round, or it could be a guy who washes out in two seasons. Mm, I mean, there's on, there's there's only one guy that I can even think of that compares to Julio Jones right now, and that's DK Metcalf. Yeah, but he doesn't speed. like in terms of size and speed. Yes, route running. No, no, but not yet. Not yet. Right. He's he's getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better. He's better from when he was in the combine for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, but uh, like as a Falcons fan, like you know, like we're expecting this to happen as Falcons fans. Like you hear about it all the time. Julio's definitely going to get traded. It's just like about when. And, yeah. like, it officially happens. And as soon as it happens, Falcon social media, they start posting the goodbye Julio stuff and shit. And that just makes it feel a little surreal a little bit, you know. But then what it really hit me today when I saw the Titans, um, they posted a video of him getting off the jet. And he's, like, stepping down and... The GM's there to meet him with Titan gear and shit. And I'm like, dude, this is really happening. Uh, <laughs> like, this this sucks. And then I turn around and I look at, like, the Falcons starting wide receiver core. And it's, like, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Tajay Sharp. And I'm like, we fucking suck, bro. Like, I know we got, I know we got Kyle Pitts. 
but he's not considered a receiver yet. But it's just like we fucking suck, bro. We're bro. such a fucking poverty pant franchise. Listen, we're not talking about starting wide receivers because I'm a Patriots fan. <laughs> they had uh, they had us out there at wide receiver last year. Y'all won Super Bowls with a third string wide receiver on any other team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically. So minus, minus a couple here or there. It doesn't matter who's catching the ball for y'all. For other teams, it does. Yeah, that is true. Well, it didn't it didn't matter when y'all had Brady, I should say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for it, other teams, it matters it now. Does. It matters now. <laughs> yeah, it matters now. But I mean we'll we'll see what Julio does. I think I think it's a obviously it's He's going to upgrade any receiving group he goes to. Um, I'm just I'm curious to see if the Titans are going to try to throw the ball more with him there, or if they're going to stick to, you know, the ground and pound. They definitely have their options. Yeah. I think him and AJ Brown is like the perfect mesh of receivers. Especially because like you is, have two absolute guy. monsters. And he's a younger guy, so he's going yes. really. Sucking all that knowledge from Julio. Of course. So, Here's it's, my thing. it's the perfect, 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 does, perfect setup. Does A.J. Brown give him number 11? No. No, he's wearing number 8, they said. He is wearing say, number 8? I'm pretty sure they said he's wearing 8, yeah. but I, he's okay. not giving him 11. I think A.J. Brown has earned to keep 11 at this point. I mean, you can say all you want, but it he's all changes when yeah, it all changes ball. when a Hall of Famer walks into the walks onto the team that's and is true. like, hey, yo, that's my number. No, I don't work like that. Usually, you gotta pay for it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, oh yeah, you just but someone for the number. But you, but you're gonna you're gonna pay for it, like feel, like you said. But normally, you, they're I gonna like get the Julio's number. one of those dudes that just like would not want any yeah. kind of money from his teammate for a number. That just d- doesn't seem like Julio. That seems like Odell Beckham, but that doesn't seem like Julio. Uh, that man's trying to leave leave all remembrance of Atlanta in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> The man said, take, take me back to, to my Bama days. Bro, people were thinking there were like, Julio was the curse in Atlanta. Oh, Because as it... soon as he got traded, the Braves beat the Dodgers. And then the Hawks won their playoff game versus the Sixers. I guess I guess we'll see. I, uh, I guess yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know. See, see if when, when the Falcons go, what what is it? It's 7-10 and 10 this year? Man, they might Seven be worse at this point. They won. They won I'm, four games last year. They going. I know, but you know, you know, Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta okay, got a history of going. Seven they have nine. one of the easier schedules this year, but they we I said that a few years ago, and they lost like to the the Bills pre Josh Allen. They lost to the Dolphins when they were still shit. Like they lost some embarrassing ass games when they had an easier schedule. So we'll yeah, see. I say five and twelve. Five and twelve. Five and twelve. Yeah, y'all stink, man. <laughs> y'all really suck, say, bro. Like, actually, I could believe, I could, I could believe we, we'd go fucking four and thirteen again. Oh, you going four wins again? Yeah, y'all, y'all really stink, bro. Like, dude, I have no faith in them this year. After that Cowboys like, loss, I was like, oh yeah, y'all, y'all not only like, stupid, but y'all really suck. They're poverty ridden, new fucking everything. Like, it's gonna, they're gonna suck again for a minute. Hey, at least you got ice tray. It's gonna be a minute. <laughs> you got ice tray. That's that's it. Yeah, I mean the the new ambassadors of Atlanta are Trey Young and Ronald Acuna Jr. That's who we that's who we got to look forward to. <laughs> but um, but yeah, speaking of the NBA playoffs, so getting into that, um, now the Mavericks were just eliminated Poor by Luka. the Clippers. 
and we kind of saw Luca pissed off on the sidelines and shit like that. And I mean, he played his ass off. Yeah. Can't say he didn't. But what do we think like the future of the Mavericks is? Because do we like Kristaps has to be gone at this point, right? Look, I don't think he has to be gone. I think, you know, they need to they're gonna have to find more balance in the offense. But I the Mavericks definitely need like another player to go along with them. Because I don't even know if like on a championship caliber team, I don't even think Chris Stops is a number two op- option. At his best, like like the games that we've seen where like he's super hooping, he could be a number two option. But they need a cons- another consistent guy out there who's not going to be hurt either because Porzingis misses a lot of time. Hell, he might as well be yeah. hurt the way he was playing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, like, I, I, I don't understand it. You're 7'3". Your game hasn't changed. He's so frail. Yeah, he's like, so frail, though. You don't go on the post. You want to shoot like you're a goddamn point guard. Yeah, it's like, like, like burn. it's like his moves went away. Yeah. Because like, he was doing that shit for the Knicks. See, it is, it it's, all, it's all good when it's going down, but his shots won't go down. Yeah. So it's like, bro, yeah. change, you got to change something. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe put on some more muscle and be able to, like, you know, bang around down low. I'm not saying he's got to be 280, but, you know. I guess we, when you're, as, you're hurt for as long as he's been, you just yeah. aren't able to maintain that, yeah, that's true. that muscle mass. So And, and Luca got to learn how to play without the ball, man, like. Yeah, he's very ball dominant. Yeah, I agree. You get these yeah. triple doubles because you got Tim Hardaway and um, Bronson. Wasn't it Bronson? Oh, Jalen Bronson. Yeah, you got those dudes making these three pointers when you pass it to him. But it's like when he doesn't have the ball in his hand, he's stagnant. He's just sitting there. Yes. Like, so that's he young man. That's just something they got to work on. Yeah, I'll say he's still he's still only twenty two. And working off the and ball. He just turned twenty two. Yeah. It's like it's like a maturity thing. Like you just gotta, you know. You learn from, I wouldn't even say your mistakes, because he's still playing his ass off. But you just, I guess, you learn to find the culture within the team, and get that chemistry and shit. I know it's kind of hard in the NBA because dudes be going everywhere each I mean, year. The the thing That's is, true. anybody yeah. who anybody who goes to Dallas, unless you're you know, uh, Steph Curry or Kevin Durant, something. I'm not saying they're gonna go there, but like a player of that caliber, you have to go there and realize like. You're not the star of the team. No, of course. You're you're never going to be the star. You're not Luca. I mean, people were giving Luca MVP before the like preseason MVP. Oh yeah, yeah, he was hooping. And like, uh, one, hit, hit. go ahead. I was like, one thing I also noticed in the playoffs is just like fourth quarter, he just seemed gassed. Like he need to work on some conditioning too, because he's like yeah, he gave yeah, us yeah. all those first three quarters. Dropping forty some in the first three quarters, and then last quarter he gave you two points, two four. Yeah. Points, um. Like. A- after the game when they had lost, Paul George gave him his jersey, and Luca didn't want to take his off. <laughs> so, so look to put the, his the last three games they played. He played so last night he played forty five minutes. The game before that played forty one. The game before that played forty three. And there's what. Well, it's 48 minutes in a game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a game, game seven, which I'm, I mean, it's game seven. You need, obviously, you need your star player out there for as long as he can be out there. 45 minutes, a lot of, a lot of time to. 
play. I mean, five minutes rest in that amount of not, time is insane. Not even, yeah, I would say you're getting half time in commercial breaks. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Yeah, I, and doing and doing that against the Clippers, you're yeah, yeah. like bound to be you're bound to be gassed, dude. Well, I mean, my the thing was is like I, I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch the game yesterday, but it seemed like the majority of the games I watched, like it didn't matter who was on him, he was cooking them. Yeah, and it seems like it always happens against the Clippers. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, like, he went he went crazy. This is only the team he played in the playoffs. So don't far. get me wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, he went crazy for sure. But you still gotta you gotta tap into that condition at that point, bro. Yeah. You know you're gonna be out on the yeah, floor sure. for a long time. You know your mm-hmm. your backup point guard's not balling. Bronson wasn't balling anymore. He gave us he gave the Mavericks about two good games. After that, fell off. So so it, they don't have a really a good backup point guard. So let let me ask you: Do you think how much of it do you think is condition, or do you think if you're if you were the coach, would you like, would you sw- switch the way the rotation is to maybe give him more of a break in like the earlier fourth? That way he can play harder for the last half of the fourth. I mean, well, like I don't, a- I don't know because you have the entire season to see how the team is in this like rotation for this game plan that you have. Like when Luke is off the court, how much are we scoring? How much defense are we playing? Yeah, what's the plus? Like minus? how much of an right? Like how much of an impact is he? To the, the point where how so much, much can we different af- though, right? But how much can we afford to have him off the court? Like, if he's off the court for like ten plus minutes, we may go down like fifteen points. Yeah, because no one else on the team is capable of like at least producing twenty five percent of what to, Luca can do to keep it manageable while he's getting a break. Exactly. That that's probably their issue is they don't have that guy to keep the flow of the game consistent. Well, it's supposed to be Porzingis. <laughs> Supposed to be. <laughs> no, it was, the, the it only... was Boban. Supposed to be, but when you miss, like, majority of oh, the freaking Oh, come on. <laughs> I would say, I mean, Tim, like, I like Tim Hardaway, but he's, he's like, very, very streaky. When he's on, he's a, a walking bucket. Oh, he bucket. can't miss. But yeah. the the minute that, he's like, J, he's like J.R. Smith. Just not dunking on people. Yeah. Right. Right. But, now. Um, one thing that I was, I was looking at, I was looking at the 2018 NBA draft and I was looking at like who the winners and the losers were of that draft. And obviously the Suns won with DeAndre and he's not like a super, superstar, but he's a damn good player. And then not, really oh, so after we're not, that, we're not about look, to disrespect DeAndre Ayton though. Because... No, 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 no. <laughs> and then when you look down, okay, Marvin Bagley to the Kings, he, plays good but he doesn't have a supporting cast around him right like he's he's would be so a lot too yeah he would be so much better on a different team and then you look at okay the luca trade with trey young like i i I told you guys earlier like that is one of the most even trades in any kind of sport that i've ever seen like both guys absolute superstars who are the top performers on their team making an extreme impact yeah. Trey Young has been going insane this playoff series so far. Like, he went insane versus the Knicks. He be- I love that he became, like, the villain of the NBA playoffs. And he wasn't yeah, like even he, trying to. He wasn't. Yeah, like, he – Knicks it, fans it, it just, almost like – go ahead. Like, Knicks fans, they were, like, talking about how he's balding. Like, they were shouting he's balding and shit. 
one guy spit on him and like he didn't care he was just like i'll let my plate do the talking and sure enough he did maybe Knicks fans just don't like light-skinned dudes because they had the same problem with reggie miller uh think about it (laughs) maybe they got a vendetta against light skins but yeah that 2018 draft right now the best player out of that draft is luca obviously for sure second it's gotta be trey young right huh i would think trey yeah second Uh, gotta be the second best and then Aiden. I mean, well, yeah, you got Colin Sexton came out of that. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Shy, uh, Gilders Alexander. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, came out uh-huh. of it. Shoot, Michael the, Porter the Jr. He's both, real streaky. Because the Hawks had two first round picks. They got Trey Young, yeah, and they got Kevin Herter. Oh, Kevin Hoarder. Kevin yeah. Hoarder. Herter. Yeah. Like Werner. that oh. dude is a fucking shooter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll go Luca Trey Aiton right now. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I, I like sure. Colin Sexton. That's my guy, but... They're talking about trading him, too. Yeah, he, he ain't making no noise over there. Like, I like SGA, personally. Cavs, that's Cavs that's my winning. dude. Cavs still winning three games in the season. Like. Yeah. But yeah. that's, you know... Oh, and Jaron Jackson Jr. came out of that, too. Mm. I forgot he came out of that class. <laughs> he all right, but, too. But, yeah, when you, when you look at how even that trade... Well... well you look at how even it is now with what they've done. You know, neither team could have went wrong with either guy at that point. Right. You know, and you you look back at it now. Luca very well could have been number one. Trey Young could, very well could have gone number one. I granted, Phoenix didn't need yeah, on the team. a ball dominant they player. Had, they had Booker then, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they needed. Didn't... They needed a. They needed a big man. For yeah. sure. Desperately, that year. The Kings sure. needed a big man that year because they already had De'Aaron Fox. They weren't going to draft another point guard. Yeah, and Buddy Hill. So it was good at guard yeah. positions. So, you know, it, that that was like the best case scenario for Atlanta and Dallas is how it worked out with none of the other teams needing a, a, a ball-dominant player. Even Memphis at four still had Mike Conley. Yeah. I'm not, like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I remember when that draft happened and I saw all the – um, like the mock drafts, and they had either Luca or Trey Young go into the Hawks, and like the whole time I'm like, please don't let it be Trey Young. Like I did not want it to be him. I was like, he's gonna he's gonna be a bust. All he did was shoot. He can't do anything else. Granted, that's really how he plays now. He can shoot, but he can't really like play defense and shit. He'll get boards here and there, but or he'll, he'll get a couple steals. But he ended up like, of course, he grew on me. He earned. My respect, not that he needed to. He's Trey fucking Young, but yeah, like He's the way what fucking. the best part about him going to the Hawks is, I think they built around him perfectly. Yeah, like the team they just flow so well. Like when you watch them, they play so fast, they pass the ball so fast, they get like their schemes on offense. They're insane, and Trey Young, I think over the few years he's played. He's been able to mature within the game because he's getting so many assists now. He's averaging, I think, like I think he's nine averaging and a half. Like nine and a half. Is that his career? Is that or oh his career? His is career is nine. Career? I'll give him nine because he's at eight point nine for his career. So okay, he's averaging so, nine assists a game. I mean, that's pretty good. He's almost averaging what, like a double double for his career? Basically, yeah, basically. Yeah. The the his only issue is there's times where he's turnover prone. 
Like that, that, yeah, that happens to all point guards. It does, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. when you're passing the ball that many times a game, yeah. it's it's bound to happen. But, but four four point four and a half turnovers a game, it, that's not really something you want to see too too often. Right. Yeah. I agree. And one thing as well, um God dang it, I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> um like he's, just when you're when you're watching him play, like especially when he's like just running through the defense and he's getting into the post and everything, and he's just throwing up layups. Like he's doing that against anybody, and even when he does it against anyone, he knows in a situation he can draw a foul, and he goes to the line of a lot. Yeah, but he's, he a, does, he's a good, he, free, a great free throw smart, shooter too, and he makes all of his damn free throws. Yeah. I, I think it meshed well for Atlanta. Do I think, like, if Atlanta went Luka, would they be in the same situation? They probably would be. Would it be as fun to watch? In my opinion, no. But I think the Mavericks will find their niche with Luka soon. They just have to build around him. That's it. I mean, they tried it with Chris Stapps, which I think Chris Stapps needs to go. Y'all think he should stay. But they just need to form a better team around Luka. For them to really be competitive. So do you think they I don't think the, they have a complete starting lineup. The Mavericks need to build their team like um LeBron builds his teams. Just shooters. Just spot up shooters. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say just I, shooters, uh, but at least get some better people that can freaking score and at least look at least let Luca rest more the, than five minutes a game. The ideal type of you they need a player like uh like Chris Middleton. If they could find a player that can play like <laughs> <laughs> like the Chris Middleton. Right no, not right now. But you know, w- when Chris Middleton is is playing like Chris Middleton, bro, you can say the same thing about Przingis when Przingis is playing like Przingis. Chris, Middleton yeah, yeah, but uh, Chris Middleton like six for doesn't miss games though. Yeah, he doesn't miss games though. Is the thing you might as well if you're only giving me six points in a playoff game. Look, not <laughs> like okay, what? Yeah, what you right. mean? You're right. He's inconsistent. Przingis is inconsistent. No, 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 no. I, I don't. I don't mean. Okay, uh, maybe, maybe I, I, I said it wrong. They need like a three and D type of player. Like that is what I mean. That's what I'm saying. You might as well just get shooters like LeBron. Always get three and D guys. Danny Green, um, who was um, Iman Shumpert, um, Della Dova, Even though he really can't shoot, but he playing some damn defense. Sur- surround, space the floor out and surround surround yeah, somebody you, who can space the floor. Well. That way, if you're gonna double team him, he, it's gonna leave a shooter open. I see where you're going. I yeah, see what you mean. He he's a ball dominant player. Luca is a ball dominant player, like LeBron. Yeah. He likes to create for his teammates, like LeBron. He shoots more than LeBron. Motherfucker be yakking and things, but yeah, yeah you, you the Mavericks have have to go that route. Like, no, no yeah, need, I I agree with you. I yeah, see I no see where you're waste, going with that. Waste money on Przingis. We can just get a bunch of three and D role player guys. Yeah, like that's the only way I think. Mark Cuban got to be smart with it, but he like he like flash. Uh, yeah, he does. I'm, does he though? Because I mean, they when they won the championship what was it 2011 mm-hmm. with that with uh Dirk and them. There was like no flash on that team. That Jake was oh, that get true. the ball to get the ball to Dirk in the post. Tyson Chandler's gonna sit down there and rebound, and we're gonna have Jason Terry, Deshaun Stevenson, and who was it? JJ Barea? 
Yeah, JJ Barrera was, was on the team. Like, they literally just had they had three, four people who could shoot the ball and Tyson Chandler to play defense, get some rebounds. See, that's the formula. You, you double Dirk in the post, he's gonna kick that. He's gonna kick that bad boy out. But what about what if Dallas went Demar Derozan? Nah. It's, no, it's going to congest it too much because Demar Derozan can't shoot for real. Yeah, they great mid range, but he okay. can't shoot for real. I'm telling you, man, they they need to stop looking for stars and just look for role mm-hmm. players. Just look for guys yeah. that can shoot and play defense. Yeah, because yeah, Porzingis I, and I Luka's not they're not messing right now. It's it's not working. I it's think two, I think two years in a row, man. Yeah, I think Porzingis wants to be a star. I think it's his issue. I think he wants to be the star of the team, and he can't accept the fact that. Is is not his team. Hey man, the Magic take him. Shit, we need oh, somebody. <laughs> I'm sure the Magic, the Magic gonna take him, take all kinds of people. <laughs> we need somebody, man. Look, I'm 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 curious to see what they what they do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like they <laughs> they making progress. I, I thought they was gonna win the series. They didn't, but oh, I, me too. <laughs> yeah. They they definitely making progress, so it's like I only go up from here. Yeah. Um, do we think the Suns are going to the finals? Out of the I, West, I don't know about the finals. I'm, I'm, I'm going Utah, the West. Utah. I like I like Utah. Utah. See, I, I, I think bro. Denver might be able to go. Nah, watch Utah play, bro. When I tell you they play like oh, a so. collective unit. Yeah. Like it's it's different over there in that Mormon town, boy. Like. They're they they're no joke this year. I'll say, I'll say the Mike Conley going there really helped them out because it was like it took the pressure of having to be the the ball handler off of Donovan Mitchell. It gives him somebody who can facilitate an offense. He's gonna come in there and play defense. Yeah, you know Rudy Gobert does literally nothing but dunk the ball and block shots. Then you had and then they get Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles off the bench. They they were the what. They were the the top two finalists for the six man of the year, it's, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, so they they stacked, man. Uh, yeah, and and they're all willing to actually clamp down and play defense. Yes, that's that's the difference. They play team defense because they never got the stifle tower in the, the middle. Yep. So they, I, I got Utah this year going out out of the West and then losing like four to one. Utah to the Nets. and the Nets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, if James Harden's healthy, because I'm scared right now. Oh, for his ham with his hamstring. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh. I wonder how bad it is. I I know Steve Nash said it was just like what he say it was a tweak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but of course they gonna downplay it. Yeah. Oh, I mean the Nets are beating the Bucks right now, fifty-two to thirty-one. Oh, they don't need James Harden. Never mind. They're smacking them. I, no, I think in the long run, they're going to need James Harden because James Harden is the one that facilitates the offense. Yes, that's true. Um, but, but Durant to... has 15 halfway through the second. Kari has nine. It's the role Ooh, players, Blake Griffin. Man. Blake Griffin, seven points. Look, hey, your boy Chris Milton has uh, got two points in 14 minutes. Oh, I lied. I lied. I lied. That's two rebounds in 14 minutes. I'm sorry. He got no points in 14 minutes. Bruh, he's, he's zero for six. Bro, he is trash in the playoffs. What is going on with him, bro? He Is he the new pandemic P? I mean, he, he's been trash in the playoffs. This ain't nothing new. 
Is that Drew Holiday for the Bucks? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Drew Holiday leading the team with 10 points. But to get back on the Suns, um, the Suns knocking out the Lakers was a – it shouldn't have been a shocker because they were the two seed, but it was a shocker because yeah. the Lakers – I think it was shocker. Obviously. Exactly, yeah. And the way Devin Booker was just cooking the Lakers, man. Oh, my goodness. Like, he's the real deal, the last man. game? Woo. He, he's the real deal. You know what? Like, go ahead. I was just saying, going eight for ten from three? Yeah. Like – Cold blooded. Yeah, I I would have I would have walked off the court too, like LeBron. Eh. Now, say, go ahead. On topic of that, do you think like this series and the mannerisms that LeBron showed? Do you think this could have potentially like tarnished his legacy, like first round exit, walking off the court with however so many minutes left in the game, and your team still out there, still fighting and playing like. Do you think some of his legacy is kind of taken down or has been taken down? I'm not going to say his legacy has been taken down. I mean, I think everybody has, you know, an expectation that a team with LeBron on it is going to at least be in the conference finals every year. I think is is like the expectation. So anything less than that is always going to always going to kind of be a shocker. It's not the first time we've seen him act like that. He acted like that when they lost to the Magic in uh when he was in Cleveland that year, right before he left. You what what is it? He took the jersey off on the court. Yeah. And, and walked out without dapping anybody up. So, it's not the first time we've seen him do that. I think it's just highlighted more because it was a first round exit. I feel like the issue is we've seen it multiple games or we saw it multiple games in this series with the Suns. Like the first it was the first game he – well, not the first game of the series, but the first game he we saw it was him walking off the court. The next game, he's fucking flopping around like he normally does. <laughs> like, he was acting like he got hit in the eye and then, like, he was fine and shit like that, just bringing all the attention to him. And then the last game, like, one of his players would take a suspect shot and he would show it. Like, he would show how frustrated he would be. He would, like, throw his hands in there and just, like, turn around, not even run back on defense or anything. Like, is it his age? Is is he, like, just doesn't have the patience for his, that team that he's on anymore? Like, is he staying he, with the Lakers? He's always been like that, though. That's the thing. Like, he's always had those manner. Like, not during the re- – he's never been like that in the regular season. It's only in the playoffs where he's – He's acted like that because, you know, playoffs is a time where it's like. I know emotions are high. Like, yeah, bro. Like, you, you, you're getting paid millions of dollars, bro. You can't airball a layup from under the hoop. You can't do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling out Wesley Matthews. I like <laughs> Wesley Matthews. <laughs> it's. Do I think it was like a little like. Was it probably disheartening to the rest of the team? I'm sure it was because. That's their star player. Like, that's their leader. If if your leader is getting down, you're going to be down. But I don't think it tarnishes his legacy, in my opinion, at least. So, um, tarnishing a legacy, no. But it's going to <clears throat> solidify a lot of people's arguments that Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Oh, for sure. Because they're going to be like, you never saw Michael Jordan get pissed off and walk off the court shit like that. Yeah, that that was You're like You're going to hear that all the time now. That was like the only thing that was really separating was that first round. That first round loss. 
Now people yeah. gonna use that yeah. for arguments and stuff like that. But um, yeah, um, I understand why he was frustrated because his team was trash. Um, it was reports <laughs> coming out that, of course, you know LeBron was putting in work in all season, all this stuff, but the team was like riding high because they just won the championship. Yeah, things like that. So that was being reported out. So obviously he probably just seen like the laziness of the team. Um, Kuzma mm-hmm. is trash. He's regressing. <laughs> uh, Wesley Matthews was supposed to be his spot on shooter. He's supposed to be Danny Green. And then we seen what happened to Danny Green last year in the bubble. That was yeah. Wesley Matthews this year. Schroeder was inconsistent. AD can't stay healthy. Morris, Morris was he was probably the best second option, honestly. Also, like, I didn't even know what happened with Montrez Harold. Like, I Montrez feel like I didn't Harrell hear anything DMP. about Montrez. Like, it was just too much, man. It, it, KCP you know. cooled down. I forgot about him. Shit. Alex Caruso, I mean, he'll give you a little something, something. You're not expecting much from him. Same with yeah. um, Taylor yeah. Horton. Like, you're not expecting him to give you 15, 20. Just to get 8 to 10 is cool. So I understand why he's frustrated. Um, you can't show the, that frustration on the court. KCP, yeah. KCP in that freaking series, dude. The best game he had was the last game. He scored 19 points. But the game before that, zero. Game before that, I don't think he played. Game before that, five points. Game before that, zero. Like, he Jesus. did nothing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the rest of his points came in garbage time, too. Oh, yeah. Andre Drummond, where were you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about you. Where were you, Andre? Where, where were you when LeBron needed you? What, what did he do? Nothing. Did he, did he do like, anything he did, in that series, them, like, at all? None of them did anything. Um, Drummond, I, I don't even think he played in the last game. The last – no, didn't play. The game before that, he, he had 13 points. and 7. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, sorry, 7 and 13, yeah. Game before that, 5 and 10. 5, like, nothing. He did nothing. Yeah, he he needs a, he needs at least a, a mid range game or something, bro. Like you you clogging up the lane with your your non shooting self. Like you're in the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you just sitting there is gonna draw attention to LeBron every yeah. time. We they showed a, a breakdown of how four people were on him off a of pick and roll, and then Andre Drummond. Usually, say Mark Gasol was in that situation. Mark Gasol could fade. He could shoot. Yeah, he could pop a pop a midi. Andre Drummond ran the same way LeBron ran, caused a turnover. <laughs> like, bruh, like get out. Like, I thought that was gonna be a good pickup, but obviously not. Like, yeah, he he's not what I thought he was. I mean, I'm still I'm still Andre Drummond fan personally. No, um, no, 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 no. no. See, I just we, his game is very like his game is like old going school. extinct in the NBA. Yeah, yes. it's like it very, okay. very. It was okay yeah. in Detroit because he was the only one getting the ball. And yeah, I don't remember any Detroit games being televised on the East Coast. So, no, nah, not unless they were playing. Not unless they were playing LeBron. Yeah, so or, I thought the Warriors. I thought he was straight. Didn't watch any Cavs game, of course, because LeBron not on the team no more. So of course that's not being televised. So you get to LA. I'm thinking, oh, they finally got a a big man running five. AD yeah. can stay at the four. Man, he is trash. He is really bad. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's. I hope he on a one year deal, cause they need. Uh, to let yeah, him he go, was. Bro. He was on a one year right, deal. Good. 
he he does he didn't help the team at all. I agree. You know, I I'm in the same thing as you. I thought he was gonna be a a great pickup for him. At least at least fifteen, but, fifteen to fifteen probably. Give me fifteen points, fifteen rebounds, something, man. They should have kept Zubac. Well, so on the regular season before he got to LA, obviously this is the whole thing. He averaged seventeen and a half points at thirteen and a half boards. See, that's that's what they needed. Like if they if he could have gave them that, it would have been way way different. Yeah, they should kept Zoo, Big Zoo. So I'm I'm not I'm not sure where I'm not sure where the Lakers go from here personally. That's true. They're kind of right. gonna have to like how much of a, do you really want to you know keep Anthony Davis when he's guaranteed to miss. 20 games a season yeah. and not even off load management he's just guaranteed to miss 20 games i remember reading something saying um the lakers ceiling stopped like after that series loss because you got utah nuggets phoenix on to come up then you got the nets uh 76 or bucks then you got always got a sneaky team like in portland clay thompson come back for golden state golden state back in the picture like Last year was it? <laughs> like Yeah. This that was it. Like they're gonna get one championship out of that A D and LeBron Tan uh Tammy. So Go ahead. Yeah, it's I mean it's unfortunate because I know people are expecting at least two, maybe three. Yeah. But two for sure. But they're they're not gonna get that now. I'll say, and, um, and let's not let's not forget, bro. LeBron next season, bro. LeBron is gonna be thirty seven next season. And he he came in the league when he was what eighteen? Yeah, eighteen. Bro, that's a long time to be in a league. That's a lot of miles on his body. And didn't he say he's trying to stay in the league at least to play one year with his son? That's what there the rumor is. There. I don't know how true that is, but you got to think, bro. His body might like he's been lucky enough to never have like. You know, major, major, a detrimental injury. You know, he had the yeah, groin yeah. and he had the ankle. So, but even before, wine, <laughs> but you said what? It's all that wine, dude. <laughs> oh, but even when you look before he got to LA, I don't ever remember him getting hurt. At least not nothing that would like cause him to miss games hurt. No, I no, mean. no. Only thing I remember was Miami. We had to win a mask. The no, yeah, the nose, right? Other than that, yeah, and he he really didn't get hurt. The cramping so, in San Antonio. That's, that was that, I don't count probably. that. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying, I don't like, count that. Anything that made him come off miss time. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, L. A. The first year L. A. Was like the first time we seen Iron Man go down. Yeah, and you know mm-hmm. he's got a lot of he's got a a lot of minutes in his career too. Yeah. Bro, he's got fifty thousand minutes in his career. Like, the next closest person is Kobe with forty-eight thousand. So LeBron leads minutes, right? Of all time, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Fifty thousand minutes. As long as he plays, the expectation is going to be high. Yeah, because we've seen him perform at that level for so high. Like there was, there's never really been a drop off in his game even this year you could say was a down year for him because he averaged 25 points a game yeah but so if, if the lakers gonna make any noise in the stack west now like it's the west is gonna get worse and worse meaning yeah because everybody's so better. young yeah they're gonna just keep getting better and better 
Like AD, he he has to do something, man. I don't know. Playing bubble wrap, I don't have. I have no clue, bro. He has to do something. Yeah. Because LeBron, he, he can't take another. I think if he get injured again next year, he might he might call it quits. He might just call it quits. He already said his body would never be a hundred again, hundred percent again. So another injury, I I think he gonna consider retirement. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got I mean, nothing not? else to you're, prove. You're I mean. damn near a billionaire. You're already in the conversation of greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. Uh, what else? Hall of uh, Famer. I mean, you, you built an amazing legacy for your kids. Like your kids don't have to worry about anything. Bron Bron can be a bust and he doesn't worry have to work a day in his life. Like, <laughs> yeah. You've literally done everything you need to do as a father, as a player to be one of the best in the world. Like, I mean, don't forget the school he, that he opened up too. Right. Like. Off the court, the dude's incredible. Yeah. On the court, the dude's incredible. Like, he if he retires, not saying he actually will, because honestly, I feel like he's going to try to be like Brady, depending on injuries, like you said. But, I mean, he's he's made his he's made his resume. He's made his bed. Like, if he retires, he's done everything possible. Yeah, he he literally has nothing left to prove. Yeah. He he gave Cleveland his first championship, you know. He he gave he, LA his what, first had, championship since what? 2009? 12, 10. 13 consecutive finals appearances. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. many consecutive fi- finals appearance? Was it like 12 or 13? It was 8. Yeah, eight he, he had tripping. 8. Yeah, cuz it was <laughs> yeah. every year since 2011. Yeah. So when he was on the Heat and then he, the first time he missed it was the first year in L.A. Yeah, I think right. it was like 14 for playoffs. 13 or 14 for being in the playoffs. That's what I was thinking of. I'm sorry. But still, eight years in a row yeah, that, to get to the championship? Crazy. That's insane. Definitely, yeah. man. But he, he has some good, some good pieces around him, like – on those championship runs, minus like oh, for the sure. last, the last one, they, the last two in Cleveland when they went, it, it was kind of trash. But yeah, those Miami teams stacked. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Miami teams, probably... you know, they had Wade, Bosch, obviously, but they had a bunch of a bunch of role players that knew their role, like they knew what they were going out there to do. Yeah, that was probably if I had to like pick like a favorite. LeBron finals, it was that one where they won against Golden State. Where Golden State blew that three. The three one. Like that. Oh yeah, oh, sure. Twenty sixteen. That yeah that, uh that that series was one of the best, like, oh. in NBA history, in my opinion, that I've actually been able to see. Look, Same. I'm not even I'm not even gonna lie to you. I think um, hey, I think his LeBron's. Best performance in any series, uh, I think, was Boston. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. His <laughs> best one was the finals that they lost to Golden State. The first one, when Kyrie was hurt and when uh, Kevin Love was hurt. Because of Boston. Ah. Oh, oh, uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Look, Kyrie got hurt in the first game of the of the finals. No, I'm talking about uh, Kevin Love. Yeah, Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk. He yeah. lost where they where they lost to the Mavericks. I thought that was a damn good series too. Oh well, no, because that's the one that he's like regarded as disappearing in. Yeah, yeah. 
But the one that the one that they lost to the or to the Warriors, bro, where he was averaging thirty five point eight, thirteen point three, and eight point eight, like I think they said he led the Cavs in every statistical category. And they and they gave Andre Iguodala the goddamn Finals MVP. MVP for slowing him down. Come on now, that was the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. Dude averaging thirty five, and the person that was mainly defending him get the MVP. Like yeah, yeah, that makes zero sense. They, I think they just did that to like kind of make LeBron look worse. Like, damn, the person I was checking if, got Finals MVP. Listen, he he came in second place in the Finals MVP. The only person he would have been the second player in history to win Finals MVP on a losing team, and the first one is Jerry West. I was about to say, how many players actually win Finals MVP that are on the losing team? Jerry West like did it in '69. That's crazy. Yeah, like. The games change at this point. It seems like any type of MVP for a series, especially like a championship series, is going to be on the winning team. Going to be on the winning team, yeah, right. And so, you know, he 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 could retire tomorrow and go down as one at least one of the top three players in the league. I have my in history. I have my own opinion, but he, oh, yeah. top top three, top five for sure. For sure, yeah. No, there's no argument on on top three or top five. No, not at all. Not at all. <clears throat> all right. Um, that was a good conversation. So let's go ahead and just get into our last two segments. This is the nineteenth episode. Um, so we're gonna do best player to wear the number nineteen. Um. One of you guys can kick it off first. I don't, I don't care who. Go ahead, Q. All right, cool. So I got, I got something a little different. So the best player to wear number 19, hands from SMU, running back. to be a hockey player. Oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> What's up, is God, it, man? Is it, uh... The first the, round... Did, Dick, did Dickerson wear 19? Yes, sir. Oh. Eric Dickerson. Drafted okay. 1983, second round. I mean, uh, second overall pick. My man averaged more yards than Reggie Bush his whole college career. Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry. My man, he had 4,450 yards for his career. 47 touchdowns. Averaging 5.6 yards a carry. Then, you know, throwing, he only had 190 yeah. you know, receiving, you know, but that, that don't really matter. He was third in Heisman voting. In 1982, lost the Heisman to Herschel Walker and John Elway. Like, come on now. In the NFL, he didn't wear 19 in the NFL, but his NFL career was amazing. But in college, Eric Dickerson was that man for SMU. Is so. Is he part of the reason why SMU got the death penalty? <laughs> I'm not sure. Or is that, or is that somebody else? I know it was in the 80s. I don't know if he was on the team though. What the hell did they do? The nineteen eighty seven death penalty. Oh yeah, he was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was? Yeah. Oh, he was definitely gone by He then, got drafted yeah. in eighty three. Uh, I was trying. So who who was it who did it? Oh, I don't know, because on the, on this one it says he was all smiles in nineteen eighty two, so they might have just caught them late. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for my nineteen I'm going college egg Dickinson. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like I like that. I like that. Um, um, I guess you you want to go real quick, or you want me to? Yeah, go? I'll go. I'll go. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm gonna go with the the late great 
Mr. Padre himself, Tony Gwynn. That's cool. You could do the explainer for both of us because that's who I was going to pick. Fifteen-time <laughs> <laughs> uh, All-Star. He was eight-time National League batting champion. Five-time Gold Glove Award winner. Seven-time Silver Silver Slugger. And he is in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, unfortunately, he had passed away, I wouldn't say more recently, but it, several years ago. Uh, the dude was an absolute hitting machine. One of the most exciting players in baseball for his time. He played from 1982 to 2001. And, um, I mean, he played all of his 20 seasons for the San Diego Padres. Um not a lot to say about the dude, honestly. Not a lot more. Um, I can go over some of his stats. He had 1,100 runs batted in. He had 3,100 hits, 135 home runs. He wasn't known for being a big stick guy, but damn it, he got on base. And he averaged over 300 for his career batting average. So uh, I guess for the both of us, for uh, me and Thomas, Tony Gwynn Jr. Okay, and a uh, fun fact about Tony Gwynn. Um... In his entire 20-year career, he only struck out a 434 times. That's like that's 20. That's like 22 stri- times he struck out a year. Dang. That's like yeah. Hit machine. That's a. He he might he he might get out, but he's gonna make contact with the ball. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hit so. hit machine, dude. All right, let's get into our random question. It's on me this week. On you. Um, all right. So, the question is, who, in your opinion, is the most decorated athlete with the biggest fan base in all of sports? Ooh. The most, fan like, current or, like, of all time? Of all time. You could be current. could be all time. Um, I mean, I feel like all you would know right now is... Well, no, I'll say all time. Biggest oh fan man, base. biggest fan, bro. I feel like it. I feel like it's got to be Jordan. I feel like it's got to be Jordan. I have. I say I have mine. I I thought hard about this one, but and then it, it hit me. So. See, and you get so you're going last. Jordan. Yeah, I feel like it has to be okay. Jordan. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go. Of all time, I'm out of all time. Jordan. Jordan? Okay. Easily. Okay. Now, do you have a different I, answer than us? or I do have a different answer. I'm actually going to go Tiger Woods. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I'll uh, say this, this is This is my thing. Decorated, yeah. I don't know about fan base, though. So, the, the one thing that I think about is anytime Tiger Woods is on the golf course, anybody's watching. It doesn't matter who. I can't say the same thing about Jordan because obviously I was extremely young when Jordan was playing, but like anytime Tiger Woods is out there, everyone is watching. I mean, anytime Tiger Woods is winning, everyone is watching. Like, especially when he was coming up, like when he was in the amateur tours and shit, people were watching. When he was a kid, people were watching. When he got into the PGA Tour, everyone was watching. Everyone wants Tiger Woods to succeed. No one really has anything terrible to say about him in terms of his sporting career. Um, I mean, Jordan, nothing really much to say bad about his sporting career either because he's considered one of the best athletes of all time for all sports. 
But in my opinion, as far as fan base, everyone roots for Tiger Woods. I'll say, see, I think, yeah, you, I think you took a little bit of a, a different approach. Uh, I think the only, the only reason I took Jordan is because obviously the accolades are there, but I think just, uh, I hear people talk about Jordan more than I hear people talk about Tiger Woods. I Bro. think is why I went with that. Okay. People were telling stories about how Jordan walking to, walking to like the club or something. They say it was like a aura around him. You're not getting that from Tiger Woods. Yeah, that man was like a super saiyan. Honestly, right. like I'm not thinking there's like any wrong answer here. It's just your opinion. No, no, yeah, you're yeah, wrong. No, I, I... no, you're wrong. Like it's, <laughs> oh it's as God. simple as that. You're wrong. For one, yeah, when Tiger was coming up, people was watching golf, of course. But every match, I don't think so. Every match, people was tuning in. I don't think so. ESPN showed the clips. People are gonna watch. But every Tiger Woods, I, I don't think so, bro. Like he, like I say, Tiger Woods had a big impact on all communities when it came to golf. But I don't know, man. He's an icon. Yeah, I'll say you. But you even got taking shoes, a, bro. I'll say they're collectively in their own fan, sports. They're both icons. But being a fan, like I know Tiger Woods, I can care less for golf. That's <laughs> me personally. Like I'm not a fan of Tiger Woods. I would say I just know Tiger Woods. I'm a fan of Jordan. Like the things this man was doing, the the way he built his own shoe brand, the way he like did all this stuff, businesses, all this stuff. Like I'm a I'm a fan of that. Like I think Jordan has more more fans, not okay. only because of basketball, because of his shoes, which is like the biggest, obviously one of yeah. the biggest selling from one to probably thirteen. Jordan 1s to 13s, those sell out in three minutes. Like, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's because he, he exceeded the sport itself. So he has a lot more things in his favor, I think is what it is. Okay. As to where Tiger Woods literally only has golf. Like, like you don't see people walking around in a, a Tiger Woods jersey. Or, right. you know, you don't see people just rocking red polos for no reason like you see people in in jordan jerseys you see people in jordan shoes man uh, we went to school with somebody uh you you wouldn't you didn't go to school when he was doing it i remember uh this dude in middle school bro had a michael jordan book bag bro made out of a jersey and it wasn't even his number 23 jersey bro it was the 45 jersey or the the warriors jersey no it was he wore forty five. Oh, when like he went very, for the Bulls, a like very brief time for the career, Bulls. Right? No, yeah. it was like in the middle. Like it was when he came back. Yeah, it was oh, in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, he the he wore forty five because they didn't have the number twenty three jersey, bro. I've seen people with the number forty five jersey just because it was a Jordan jersey. Yeah, ain't, ain't nobody look for Tiger. Like people, people <laughs> out here, people are out here fighting over Jordan and LeBron debates. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger, uh, that was a reach. <laughs> it was a reach. It I see. Reach. I see where you're going. I think it's because you're biased. So I think. I think it's because you're a golf fan. Cause... Yeah, because you like golf. Like yeah. Everyone, like when we was talking about, uh, I forgot what we was talking about, like football or something. And I was like, everyone doesn't have the same mindset as us. We gotta kind of, kind of talking layman terms sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like. 
I said, because if you're going to go off that, bro, yeah, NASCAR fans are big. the most dedicated fans in the yeah. world, bro. We know Those how big dudes. Tiger, Tiger is, yeah. but when it comes to, like, overall, like, American population, they, they'll probably go Jordan. Might get a few people in the South go, like Tommy said, some some Dale Earnhardt's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, I'll yeah. say, you, you probably get, like, now that I Maybe think about it, even if you Brady's. go around the world, bro, you you might get like soccer players like I would Messi's say around the world. Or, oh, yeah, I, I would world. think Ronaldo Ronaldo's. would be the number one. Yeah, like yeah. Ronaldo, Ronaldo and Messi. You you see people arguing that Kobe Bryant constantly. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. getting nobody to argue. Like nobody's super riding for any baseball players or you know hockey players or. I mean, golfers. I'm sure there are, but not like the way they are for like basketball players or soccer players. The only hot, the only golf player I ride for is Happy Gilmore. Because <laughs> what that man was doing was unbelievable. I and ain't never because I like to drink. <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing like that. So yeah, so well, AJ, well, AJ's, AJ's wrong like usual. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can't add that to the list of uh. Joe Burrow's the the greatest college quarterback of all time. <laughs> the Johnny well, Hecker, Johnny dude. Hecker. Yeah, we we can add Tennessee that. Tennessee not having enough money. Yeah, we we can add that to the Trey Hall Young of Fame of bad taste. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> AJ, okay, I was not the only one thinking Trey Young was going to be a bust. AJ is our Max Kellerman. <laughs> yeah. He he's our Max Kellerman Skip Bayless. That's what you, AJ is. You are about to drop the Kendrick Perkins in a minute. <laughs> no, nah, Kendrick cuz Kendrick Perkins is doing better now. Oh, you're about Who's to the drop other one? The Ryan Hollins. Oh yeah, oh, Ryan Hollins. Oh. The booger? Oh hell no. <laughs> oh hell no. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to redeem yourself here. Make, All right. Make make the call right now. Adesanya fights this week. How, is he winning and how's he winning? Uh, he's winning by decision. By decision? Yep. Split or unanimous? Ooh. Oh. Which one happens more often? You're thinking too much right now. <laughs> I am thinking too much right now. Um, split. Split decision. That's how they. That's how their first fight ended. Was split decision. I'm going knockout first round. Fuck it. Knockout first round. Have he you got seen this? To Ita- prove. Have you seen that he does have something to prove? I agree. Have you seen this Italian meathead he's fighting? Hey, all he gonna do is say something about his mother. Get him out of his game. No, no, no. They fought three years ago, and Marvin Vittori genuinely w- believes that he won that first fight. <laughs> That's fine. So, I'm hoping it's more. It's going to. It should be an entertaining card as a whole. There's like two other title fights. Oh, no, I lied. Uh, one other title fight in the Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards fight up there as well. So, okay. We'll, we'll be at the wedding, though. So, you well, already know, you already know your boy's going to have it pulled up on the phone. <laughs> hey, the reception should be over by then. <laughs> yep. But at, uh, at ten o'clock, do you know our friend group? I would think. Do you uh, know our friend group? It's not group? just our. It's not just our friend group. The venue will kick your ass out, bro. What <laughs> they will? Our friend group will carry this to the parking lot. They don't care. No, well, yeah. <laughs> pull pull up pull up on me on the phone. Are you driving? Yeah, for sure. You're driving. You're not drinking at the wedding. Uh, I mean, probably not. Okay. And if I if I do, I mean, there's gonna be a bunch of other people there. Sure. Maybe sure. maybe I'll get lucky. Uh, maybe maybe she'll have at least one single single bridesmaid there. There you go. <laughs> the one that you we might. the one that we don't know. 
<laughs> oh man. All right. Well, um, we'll go and send it off. Should I send it off, or should one of you guys? Uh, you can send it off. I think I think Daquan sent it off last time. Man, end this shit. I'm sleeping. Go ahead. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in, listening. We're happy to be back. We should be a lot more consistent. Life events are. We're lying. We said that, we said that last week. Well, yeah, no, yeah but he not. moved. He moved. I would say we said that we almost died. That was something's gonna happen. We'll be back next week. We'll Cat. be back next week. All right, shut up. We'll be back next week. If you like the show, make sure to follow us on social media: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, yeah, we'll be we'll be back next week for sure to discuss probably more NBA playoffs. And um, I'm just probably gonna spend the rest of the week crying about Julio Jones not being on the Falcons. So <laughs> later. Hey, if you gotta if you gotta find Auntie. Send her to Thomas's DMs. Huh? All right, bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>